Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by my online courses. Like what you're hearing so far on the podcast and can't wait to get started organizing your home, wardrobe, kids, or schedule? I get it. Head over to everythingwithstyle.com and click on the online courses tab to get started now on your organization transformation. Each course is loaded with before and after photos for inspiration, videos, and checklists to keep you on track to accomplishing your goals in three simple steps. Everything you need to go from crappy to happy is inside those courses, and they were designed with busy moms of littles in mind. So check out those helpful online courses at everythingwithstyle.com and get ready to feel less stressed and more organized today. Okay, on to the show. Hi, I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? No way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable, so thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hey there, thanks for joining me for another episode today. Wanted to talk about something not similar to what I have done for the last couple of episodes, because I've talked about traveling with your kids and I've talked about packing your suitcase and how to do that to make sure that everybody in the family, you know, you accommodate for them whenever you're, you're heading off to your next destination. I wanted to talk about something different today. Take a break from that because a couple of people in my life who I love and adore new people, new recent friends have uh, brought up the fact that they would like to be more organized and they sometimes feel like that's a daunting process and they're young people. One of them is a young dad. He's my trainer, my uh, boxing trainer. I've talked about that a lot lately. I'm loving boxing. And if you're interested in seeing some of my progress, uh, some of those early 
photos and videos that I posted when we first got started are, are pretty funny. Um, I remember thinking like I was doing pretty well. And then I saw those videos and I was like, wow, real slow, real slow <laughs> working on the form and all that. So, uh, but for a little entertainment, head over to everything with style mom on Instagram and you could see some of those boxing videos. But anyway, this wonderful, precious young dad was so kind. He's come into my home to teach me and my Duke how to box. And he said, wow, I love when I come into your house that you have everything in a spot. And if you go to that spot and something's not there, you know, it's not somewhere else all over the house. It's something that you just need to get more of. He made that comment to me today. And I thought, Oh, wow. That that's really, I was surprised that he noticed that. And he said, no, cause there've been a couple of times. And like, even your uh, handyman comes when we're boxing outside and he'll say, Oh, Paige, I need the blah, blah, blah. And you tell them exactly where it is. And then you say, and if there's not any in there, we don't have any, and I'll just have to order some more. He said, I spent so much time today, just trying to find, I don't remember what it was like his keys or his mitts, or, you know, it was something like that. And he said, it's because, you know, sometimes I'll just like, it won't have a spot and I'll just drop it somewhere and then I'll go off. And then whenever I need it, I don't remember where I put it. Uh, so, so that was one reason I thought, oh, we should do like a recap of, simple organization strategies and making sure that we're putting things where they belong. And anyway, so there's that part of it. Then I had a babysitter recently come over. Uh, she knows my kids really well. And we had her come and babysit for the first time. They absolutely loved and adored her. And she was so cute because she opened up our pantry and we're kind of showing her around to make sure she felt comfortable before we left for the night. And we opened the pantry and she's like, wow, I just want to take a picture of this and send it to my mom. She would so appreciate that. And I thought, oh, you know, of course that melted my heart. I loved it. Made me so happy. But at the same time, I thought these are simple things that I've put in place when we first moved into the new house, not that long ago, right before the holidays that have really truly served me well. But what I didn't expect is that people who are coming into my home now that we're, you know, getting vaccinated and things, restrictions and things are loosening up a little bit. We're starting to have more people for the first time in our new home and they are noticing organization. So that got me thinking about how it could be cool to kind of go back and recap a little bit things that I did in those very early episodes about the simplicity that you want to be surrounding getting organized. So it doesn't feel like an overwhelming thing. And that takes me back to the three E's philosophy. So if you look back, episode one is called the three E's philosophy, and it talks about how to simplify the organization process to three simple steps. So I've certainly talked about that since that, you know, year plus ago, whenever I did that first episode, we've talked about using the three E's to simplify organization, but it's always good to go back to those basics. And here's why I feel like people will sometimes get hung up on getting organized in the first place. They feel like it is going to be such a daunting, overwhelming process, but if you keep it simple, then 
It's something that you can put in place and it then becomes an organization strategy. It's like a lifestyle choice that you're going to continue to use over and over and over. And the cool thing is not only are you going to see the benefits in your home, you're going to start to see it in your schedule. Your schedule is going to feel a little less chaotic. You're going to have more time for things because you're not searching for keys and boxing mitts, you know, Um, additionally, People who are coming in your home, whether that's guests, housekeepers, visitors, neighbors, and your kids' friends, whoever's coming into your home, trainers, handymen, when those people start to come in your home, they are seeing like, oh, I'm here to babysit for the night. I know exactly where to find things. This is a new house I've never been to, but it's very clear where things are if I needed them and the parents are out and maybe I couldn't get in touch with them because they're at dinner or something, you know, so you'll, you start to see the benefits when you do take the time to get organized. So just a quick recap about something that I started years ago. I'll tell you the quick background. If you don't know it already, I started this thing that I call the three E's philosophy. Didn't have a name back in the day, but what I realized is when I taught kindergarten, I could give my little five and six-year-old kindergartners three simple steps, and that would move them forward in getting done with whatever we need. It really especially helps with transitions. You know, if you're a busy mom of littles and you're listening to this, that sometimes that's something, you know, when you have to ask your kid 800,000 million trillion gazillion times to brush their teeth or put their shoes on, (laughs) you know, it's like, like you just want to shake them and you're like, we can't even get to the next step because you're still sitting there and you haven't put your shoes on, you know? So what I realized is if I could give the kids three simple steps, it would help in the transition from one activity to the next, and it would give them a few things to think about that would move their brains forward. But here's the kicker, wouldn't make them feel overwhelmed. So the key here is when I say three simple steps, so they can't be, you know, sometimes you do have to break down the tying your shoes process where it's like, grab your socks and shoes after you put your socks on, tie your shoes and then call up to me and say, mom, my shoes are on. It's that kind of thing. Instead of saying, get your shoes on, grab your backpack, get in the car. Sometimes for certain ages, that's too much. There are little things that need to be broken down in between those steps. And the idea behind that, again, is that you're helping them move faster through the transitions. And then with them not feeling overwhelmed, you then give them the next three steps. So maybe you break that down to tying shoes and getting those on and calling up, mom, I got my shoes on. And the next step you say is grab your backpack, go hop in the car, then yell for me again, mom, I'm in the car, you know, what, whatever that looks like for you, buckle your seatbelt. You know, maybe it's not yelling from the car because you maybe wouldn't be able to hear it because you're in the house. So, you know, you pick based on your kids ages, what is the appropriate three simple steps? So as I started this business, I realized that that thing that I did in kindergarten, I started doing it with my clients. I started doing it in my own home and I started thinking, okay, What are just three simple steps? And just a little background here too. The idea of the three simple steps is almost like a beginning, middle, and end. So you're like starting the process. You got the middle stuff to work on. And then you really just like at the very end, it's like the clincher and it makes it awesome. So when you apply that to organizing in your home, for example, and this is what I was telling the sweet boxer. And this is what I was telling the cute babysitter is that it doesn't have to be big, enormous three steps to get organized. 
again, you want to focus on simplifying it. So we have the three E's are your essentials, enhancements, and extras. Definitely go back and listen to episode one, the three E's philosophy. If you want a little bit more detail, but I'll tell you quickly essentials. That's like the must do must have, you know, in this case, in your space, the enhancements, what's going to add style or value to that. And then the extras that final ending, pull it all together, take it to the next level, cherry on top. That's like, you know, the extras, like it doesn't have to happen, but if it does, hello, sing hallelujah. So if you apply the essentials, enhancements, and extras to organizing, and you keep them really simple, you can knock three steps, knock those out real quick, then move on to the next three steps. So you're not feeling overwhelmed. So a couple of different things. So when I talk about the essentials that I like to start with the purge because you need to get rid of anything that's not serving you in your space. So I'll talk more about that on episode seven called the essential purge. And that really helps you if maybe your struggles like items are sentimental or you're afraid you might use it in the future. So you hate to get rid of it. Cause what if, um, and, and, and may I just say, I feel like we've been together long enough now. What are we on episode 60 something? Be bold and brave, be fearless and decisive when it comes to getting rid of stuff. Don't be that. But what if, but what if that one time, because I think that mentality doesn't serve you well because you're not living in the now. Yes. I'm a huge fan of prepping ahead and and thinking about the future. I know if you're a busy mom of littles, you are several steps ahead of your kids. Like, you know, how things are going to play out oftentimes because you know them so well. So you are planning ahead, prepping ahead. But when it comes to organizing your space, you know, when you look at that item, you know, if you've used that in the last year, you know, if you're going to use that in the future, multiple times, if you might use it once, consider getting rid of that purging that that has become clutter all the other days of the year that you're not using it and borrow that thing from a friend when you need to, or repurchase in the future. If you needed to, you know, if it's a matter of like, can you return something to the store and not keep it? And then you get that money back in your pocket then you can spend that on something that you really do need and will use. Okay. So go back to episode seven, the essential purge. It's going to help you a lot with dealing with that stuff. If you get stuck on that first step of what, what do I need to hang on to? What should I purge? And how do I do that? Your enhancement, the second step, a lot of times I say, this is the donation or the sale. So you're either going to sell your stuff at a yard sale, or you're going to donate these things to people who do need them. So that is going to add style or value to that purge that you just did, right? That's it's valuable that you do this purge and then you find the proper home or space for whomever it's going to serve next. And then finally the extras, this is like I said, like the cherry on top. This is when we work on our organization bins. If you start bringing in organizers, like go decide you're going to go out to the container store, you're going to go to the dollar store or target or wherever Amazon, and you're going to buy all these containers before you do that, you want to not skip that essential purge, that very first essential step, because if you get to the third step too soon and you haven't done the purge, then you're basically going to have all this stuff that you feel like you need to buy these bins for when really these are not even items you need to be organizing in your home. You need to just get rid of them. And please hear me on this. Your stuff could be expensive, nice, amazing, beautiful, fancy stuff that unfortunately takes on that title of clutter 
because it's not being used often and you're just trying to shove it into a space to get it out of the way, then it gets forgotten. Then years later, you're like, oh, that thing was still there. I could have used it. That was so awesome, but you didn't. So this is where that essential purge meets the extra of really deciding, is this something I'm going to hang on to? Well, if I am, I'm going to make sure I'm organizing it. I'm putting it in an easily accessible place. You know, if you go to start packing up these items that you have decided to keep and you put these in the the weather tight sealed multiple snap containers, you know what I'm talking about? If you've gone to the container store and decided you're going to get some of those weather tight bins, they have, I swear they have like eight snaps on them to keep them closed. I'm like, okay, no joke. It's weather tight. Like even a human can't get in there, infiltrate that system of, of storage. (laughs) So you don't want to overly organize. That's, I think my cautionary tale is that sometimes if you're putting, if you're sort of burying these things in organization bins and then you're stacking them and then you're tucking them behind in a closet, they're not easily accessible. You know, those are the things to do when you've maybe got holiday decor because they're not things that you need to easily access all the time. It's just the time when it's that particular holiday. So that I think is great. Or maybe it's old memorabilia that you're like, I know I do want to keep. I don't need to bring this out every day, but I might bring it out once a year. I might bring it out every few years. I'm not ready to let go of that. I want to keep it protected. That's where some great organization bins come in. That's your extra where you're really preserving those items. Those are okay to put away. But if you're not trying to do that for the long term, make sure that that extra of putting in the proper organization bins are going to actually serve you in your everyday life. So like that, for example, when my handyman was over here and my boxing coach heard me say like, oh, yeah, if you're going to, you know, fix the light fixture, if you want to add some new bulbs, go to the laundry room. There's a bin that says bulbs. And that's when he looked at me and he's like, oh, your place is organized. Like, you know, where stuff is. And then I did say the thing about, and if, if you don't see anything in there, that's going to work for that light fixture. Let me know. Cause we don't have it. Like, I know that there aren't light bulbs all over, you know, stuffed underneath a sink under the sink containers. They're not light bulbs that are in, you know, another room of the house because they just got dropped there after they were purchased the last time we went to the hardware store. So do just consider when you're working on that third E, the extra, that you're putting things in place that make sense. A little shout to Marie Kondo. You know, if you guys have ever, if you've seen Tidying Up on Netflix, if you haven't, go now. So it's so great. Maybe I'm just an organizer. So I'm like super freaky about like living for watching those videos, love and before and after transformation. But she talks about going in every room of your home and gathering up things like put all your candles in one pile, go around the house, put all your clothes in one pile. That's like everybody's clothes. Go around, find every picture frame, put it in one pile and then do the purge process. For me, that feels really overwhelming. And it feels like I would just have everything out of my house that would converge into one place. And I would feel overwhelmed by that. So if that's not overwhelming for you and that makes sense for you, do it for me, that's too much. So I like to start with maybe like one room, but the, the point I think she's making, which is a very good point, And I do stand behind this is that then you don't have multiple places in your home where things could possibly be. They're like all where they're supposed to be. You put them in one spot and then you put them in a container and slap a label on it. If that floats your boat. 
not everybody's into labels, but that's okay. If, if you're not, and you just have a clear bin and you can see it and you don't need a label forego that, right? This is everything with style it has to be your style it has to work for you. If you feel like going the extra mile and putting a label on it because it's aesthetically pleasing and that's going to bring you joy. Yes. Do it. If that feels a little too over the top and unnecessary to you, don't do it. Just make sure it's very clear to you what is in that bin. Okay. So these are just some things I wanted to recap today, because like I said, I, I got really excited that, well, I was going to say two people, but even the third, because even my handyman made the comment. So it was like handyman, boxing coach, babysitter, boom, 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 all in a matter of a few days, all commented on, wow, this is so great. It's so organized. You know, where stuff is. You know, for me, the organizer, I thought, well, of course I do. But then they went a step further and said, you know, these are things that I want to do in my house. And sometimes I do get a little overwhelmed with kind of knowing where to start. But this is inspiration to do this kind of stuff at my house because, like, I see the value in it. So take a look at your house, you know, kind of walk around in each room and think, has this been purged? Has this area been purged? Have I done that essential purge? Then go on to decide if you do the purge and then you have these items, you want to quickly make the decision. Am I going to go drop these off to a donation site? Am I going to take these to a local charity that could use them? Am I going to try and sell them? Whether that means eBay or doing something on, you know, Facebook marketplace or just posting it for your friends and saying, Hey, does anybody need this? I would love to sell it for 20 bucks or, you know, whatever, or does it mean doing an actual yard sale? And I'll tell you, there's another episode. It's in the twenties guys. I'm starting to lose track of what they are now, but there's another episode. I'll definitely post all these that I'm referencing in show notes. So you can click away, but there is a yard sale podcast episode. And that one talks about how to do a yard sale in three simple steps. So if you've gotten to that second enhancement and it's time for you to decide, where am I going to put these things that I've just purged? Am I going to try to donate them? Or do I want a little ROI? Maybe you do need some money back for that item. And that's going to make you feel better about getting rid of it. I know my husband right now, we just got a Peloton bike in our garage and we were talking about one of the bikes that he's got a couple bikes and one of the cruisers, he's like, I don't really use the cruiser anymore. Like, I think I want to sell it. And so right now it's, it's mounted to the ceiling. It's up out of the way. That's fine. But he made that comment about wanting to get rid of it. And so he's already clearly made the choice that he wants to sell it. So the next step for him is just deciding how he wants to do that. So he's already doing the purge because we got the Peloton bike in the garage. So he's wanting to get rid of some other things that are there to make room for it. So he's done that essential purge where he's like, yeah, I know what I want to get rid of. He's on the enhancement now. He's like, I know I want to sell it. I don't want to donate. I want to sell it. I want to try and get a little ROI for what I invested in that. And so then the final thing for him is going to be that extra, which we know as soon as that's out of there, we're going to take the, uh, his other bike. Oh, I wish I knew what it was called. I'm not cool enough, but like, you know, the bike that like the real good bikers and race, like not the mountain bike, but the, I don't even know what, it, what is it called? Babe, what is it called? I have to call him at work and ask, but the lighter weight bike that one, he's going to then move in the place of where the cruiser was so that he can move the Peloton bike up where he wants it. So he can do his workouts in the garage. So, you know, it's, it's things like that, that it's, again, that was such a simplified way for him to get organized in the garage with that new bike that was coming in. 
And I will tell you this, if you are bringing new things into your home, which if you got little kids, that's just inevitable. They're going to bring in artwork. They're going to bring in, you know, they're growing so fast. They're going to bring in new gear or new clothes and shoes because they're growing so quickly as you're bringing those things in. Those are definitely the times that you need to be letting something else go, purging anything, even if it's awesome, purging anything that's taken on that clutter title and get it out of there. All right. I'm also just going to include at the tail end of this and I'll pop it in show notes, a great episode to listen to that's on this note of really simplifying your organizing strategies is to check out the cost of disorganization. That is the second episode. That one is really talking about why do we make the choice to get organized? Because unfortunately, when you're disorganized, there's a cost to that there. You kind of pay the price for that, whether it's in your time, whether it's that people just think you're kind of like hot mess express because your space just looks ridiculous whether it's, you know, you're, you're being late to things. People are going to start thinking like you're not dependable because you're being late to things because you can't find stuff because you're disorganized. Maybe you're um, incurring late fees on bills because you're losing mail because you're not sorting through it because it's the never ending mail pile. May as well put that in the show notes too. There's another podcast episode for that never ending mail pile. Um, You know, just there is a cost to disorganization And sometimes that's just the way you've lived for so long that you don't even recognize it. So that's a great episode to go back and listen to. If you just kind of need that reminder of like, really what's at stake here. If I choose not to get organized, if I'm procrastinating, what kind of price could I be paying for that? Uh, And there's some other things in there too. And it's, it's, you know, it's kind of just a little friendly reminder, but also eye opener that that's probably not the life you want to live. And you don't have to be a professional organizer and you don't have to have fancy labels on things. Again, do it in your style because that's how it's going to stick. That's how it's going to be a lifestyle choice for you where you're doing things that work for you. And that the people who are in your surroundings that come into your space are noticing that it is truly working best for you. So That I had to add in another great one is organize on autopilot, which kind of just tells you when you're doing like all the multitasking mom life things that organizing on autopilot is once you kind of put in the effort of doing the three E's and you've got stuff set, that is really the way that you're going to continue. Again, that's going to be a lifestyle choice. You're going to continue. It's going to be sustainable. You're going to continue to stay organized because you're organizing on autopilot, which means you don't even have to think about it. You know where those light bulbs go when you come back from the hardware store, you pop them right in the bin because it's already been set up for you because you already did the three E's work on the front end. So hope that this was helpful for you today, just to remind you, keep it simple. So take these simple organizing strategies and apply them to your life. And if you need backup, go back to those early episodes because those really help lay the groundwork for just getting you started off on the right foot so that you can continue to be an organized person. All right. Have a great rest of your week. I look forward to talking to you next week about, I don't know, are we going to talk about more kids stuff? I I started this episode talking about how I had done traveling with kids and packing. I wanted to take a little break from that just because sometimes the summertime is a really good time to get organized. So I don't know, maybe, well, it's a mystery. It's unclear. I'm not sure today, but I think that we'll probably be talking about some, some fun summer activities that you can be doing with your kiddos. I'm so grateful now that it feels like we're kind of coming 
out of this cloud and this fog of COVID. And I know that we're still in it and life is never going to be the same the way that it was before, but it feels like we can breathe a little bit more. So I'm, I'm looking forward to new possibilities, taking those life lessons that we learned from the pandemic and quarantining and being in that crazy time and, and really just, you know, living our best life. Let's do it. Let's try. Let's try. All right. If you're getting organized today, I wish you the best of luck. Keep it simple. Happy organizing. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the mom's organization motivation podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.